Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Reference Point After Hours. I am your host, Paulo, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Anthony, and our very special guest, Peter. Hey guys, thanks a lot for having me. Today we are going to be talking about Miss Marvel and her mutation. Does it work? Should she have stayed in human? Let's find out. So first we're going to start off, what do we think of Miss Marvel as a mutant? I mean, I think it's pretty great, I'm not even going to lie. I didn't see it coming, like nobody ever teased it like online i didn't even know that they're already diving into the x-men and the mutants like this early into the mcu i figured it'd be like maybe some multiverse garbage excuse to bring him in or something like that you know what i mean it's just nope they're in it they exist that's it same uh, same page with you on that one i'll say the actual reveal was was a lot of fun no one saw it coming but her being a mutant i think i think it's a good idea it makes a lot of sense Overall, overall, I'm pretty happy with it. It's it's so funny because I feel like a lot of the leaks were saying, oh, she's inhuman, she's not inhuman, oh, she's... Some people said she's a genie, which is uh, like the djinn or whatever they call it. It's like, oh, she's this and that. No, one person said she was a mutant, so it was like when it was revealed and they played the X-Men 97 theme, you're like, oh, damn, this is like... I did not see it coming, that's for sure, and I thought it was an awesome twist and an awesome, like, payoff for the character, you know? Oh, yeah, no, 100%. Like, we finally got one heck of a post credit scene that made us all... Go nuts. The only thing I would say that doesn't make me 100% happy is that there's a lot going on with Miss Marvel, right? Band there. The, 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 the bangle. <laughs> bangle. Then you have her DNA from uh, the cl- clandestine. There we go. It's it's so funny that you called it a post-credit scene because it's literally like not a post-credit scene. It's actually the ending of the show. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> post-credit scene was the, the Marvel's tease. But, but but I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I completely forgot. I thought there were two post-credit scenes. <laughs> no, it's just one. We're, we're too used to uh, Marvel Studios tacking on the ending of the movie slash show in the post-credits instead of actually showing it in the show mm-hmm. that when they show it, we're like, oh, it's the post-credits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, I hate to be a negative Nancy here, but... Um, I'm not sure how I feel about this new reveal. Oh, I'm in sorry, all- Inhumans lover, that uh, she's not an Inhuman, because, you know, who doesn't love the Inhumans? I actually do like the Inhumans, just saying. Like, Black Bolt's great. I don't know. For me, it's like she's established to be an Inhuman, and now just to make her a mutant just kind of feels a little weird and cheap. To me, it kind of just looks like they're trying to sweep the Inhumans under the rug because the... Was it the show? Yeah. Didn't, it did not do well. You see, I would agree with you, but also you're completely wrong because, you know, you can't even tell me the difference between an inhuman and a mutant because they're almost the same thing. They're basically the same thing. One lives on the moon. The point being, they're not sweeping the inhumans under the rug because they put Black Bolt and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. He's in the movie. Yes, his head blows up, but still, it, he's in the movie. It's like, you know what I mean? They're, it mean, doesn't mean they're sweeping them under the rug. Like They're still willing to acknowledge that they exist in... Other universes. universes. <laughs> Maybe not ours. And by ours, I mean 616 MC, whatever you want to call it, 199999 or whatever. But, you know, I think they still exist. It's just, you know, they just changed her history because the reality is Miss Marvel was a character who came out in the comics in about 2014, 2015. And at the time, they weren't really allowed to make too many new mutants in the comics because then Fox would get the rights and they didn't want to do that. So whoever was basically a mutant, they said, oh, it's actually inhuman. And did she ever actually team up with the inhumans? Maybe like once or twice. Like it's never been a core part of her character. It's once again, another label for the character. And it's not really done anything big for her being an inhuman. It's calling her a mutant to me. doesn't really make that much of a difference. In fact, her powers is like the big change from the comics, bigger than her being inhuman. They're nice. They're cool. They're visually nice, but it's just, 
it's it's just such a weird change. Like I like I don't mind when they change the heroes like in small ways. This is like a huge change, like completely different in a way. You know, you, you know, you get what I'm saying. It feels like she has the powers of somebody else, of of a certain X man, <laughs> X woman. Well, I mean, we're gonna get into that a little, little later. I could I could see look up Peter's face wanting to talk about that X woman, <laughs> everybody's favorite. <laughs> you know, so I mean, look overall it's I, I like the change i think it's a good change the creator even said she wanted to make her a mutant at the time but couldn't so i'm fine with it the mcu right and, and feige they got their their plans right and they, they know what they want to do and they have their long-term plans and i think the changes to the powers and the little change with her x gene it all kind of fits in what they want to do right so their powers she's a little bit more in line with captain marvel and monica yeah. rambo rambo with their their cosmic e type powers and then with the X-Gene, they got to introduce the X-Men sometime, right? And what better way to introduce them than with Miss Marvel, who's become, I think, a pretty popular character now over the last few years, especially among younger uh, younger comic fans, I think. Uh, so it all it all does make a lot of sense. And I think they'll, be, they'll, they'll build on it. And also, just to add to what you guys were saying before, her having that X-Gene is not going to affect her in the MCU much. Because there's so many X-Men characters, right? You could be a mutant, but not really an X-Men They'll probably have her interact with the mutants, but she won't really be an X-Men, I think, because there's so many others. But that's exactly what I was actually going to get into. Yeah. I was going to say, they call her a mutant, but like, I don't think there, there's like a 1% chance because nothing is ever zero in life. There's a 1% chance she's ever going to be on an X-Men team, you know? I don't yeah. think she would be on one. Like, just like she's not on the Inhumans, exactly. the royal family in the comics. It's just, you know, it's a label in the end. It, it's not... People are just, I feel like a lot of people are over-exaggerating their point on this thing. Like, oh, some people think it ruins the character. Oh, the MCU sucks because of this. Like, it's like, give me a break. There's much worse decisions they've made over the course of these, what, 12, 15 years that they've been doing the MCU. It's like, this to me, it's, it's such a minor character change that doesn't bother me as much, you know? You know, it's definitely an exaggeration that it's like, oh, ruins her character, ruins the MCU. But I still can't help but feel that it's just such a weird change. Because, like, ultimately doesn't change anything. But it's just one of those changes where it's like, did you really have to make it? Couldn't you have just kept it as is? Unless they have plans for the future, I don't see why there's any point to make her a mutant except just tease that the X-Men are coming. Yeah, I think, well, what I like about this as a tease for the future is that the X-Gene is in the mcu like mutants live in the mcu we just haven't seen them yet it's they're not gonna do some weird timeline thing or whatnot it's they've been there this whole time living among us and we just haven't realized you know i i, I like i think it's simple you know I, I sometimes when it gets too overly complicated the way they explain the way they explain stuff you know it's 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 just not great i find you know so i don't I like the way they they're doing. They're gonna do the X Men now. Yeah, no, I you know it's definitely like appreciated that they're not gonna do some really stupid thing where it's like time traveling or they cross over from another universe. Some mumbo jumbo about the snap activating or like I don't know. Doctor Strange accidentally trips and does a spell, and all of a sudden X Men exist. You know, who knows? Oh my god! Literally, I remember that. The uh, the whole snap was gonna bring mutants into the mix because they didn't know what they were doing. It's this is so funny because it's like I was telling you guys before and like a couple of days back that I was speaking to my friend Nick and he's like every single project that they've done teased. People always try to like leak and like say oh there's a mutant in this project there's a mutant in this one it's like 
oh, for Black Widow, you get that one mutant bear, I forgot his name, in the prison. And they're like, oh, Omega Red's going to be in Falcon Winter Soldier. There's always this, that, this, that, all these projects. Then in Ms. Marvel, you hear nothing about the mutants since they, and it's like, oh, they teased them. <laughs> and now finally with Ms. Marvel, they, they bring her in, you know? But yeah. also, it does make sense because it's, it's the most organic in a way, right? 100%. She's an inhuman in the comics. Oh, I will give her the X gene here. So it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's better than putting Omega Red and Falcon and Winter Soldier <laughs> for some reason. Well, they did have Madripoor, so that's a pretty big thing from yes. Wolverine's past. So that, that was already a, our first sort of tease of the X-Men, but not really. Like, it's just a location in the end. So Yeah, but it's still quite big. It's not like Magneto's Island or anything, but, like, I would still argue that was really the big first big push well i mean i'm pretty sure X-Men. fox owned the rights to mad report so sh- already putting in a marvel studio show it's like oh look they're using their stuff that they just got all so, right you know it's, it's pretty great all right so now that we got our thoughts down about what we thought of miss marvel as a mutant let's discuss her powers and how it might be related to her mutation so for those who don't know miss marvel actually borrows and i say that with quotations from another mutant well absolutely so this mutant that we're talking about is armor uh introduced in 2000 anthony you remember the year uh, four i, I think it was in the, the joss whedon uh x-men run astonishing x-men number four her first joss appearance whedon. yikes <laughs> <laughs> ouch point is it's uh that series is actually not that bad just pretend it's written by someone else <laughs> good series actually and basically she has uh, an ex- exoskeleton kind of uh, power right where she'll get this armor right around her whoa <laughs> and this armor looks like it's made of light and how it's portrayed more or less in miss marvel yeah it looks i i think in the comics it's it's red right it's kind of like a red body it, armor it, it's kind of like a glowy thingy almost you know like a crystal <laughs> exactly it, it it's glowy and it allows her to she doesn't expand but like the armor itself can yeah. expand Right. It, it goes around her kind of like in the show it's like you know you don't see her fists getting bigger but like the light around their fists gets yes. bigger it's, it's stuff like that exactly except like her that. It's more except armor is more of like an exoskeleton that's like guns and stuff right if i'm not mistaken or uh, I, don't, I don't know if there are guns i think she just gets big it's more like an armor i know yeah. <laughs> not guns but whatever so she can't create like big fists or anything it's just straight up armor i mean yeah kind of yeah from what i know it's just it's just armor whereas kamala can almost stretch right similar to like her actual powers in the comics here it's just a big uh, armor so that that's kind of the big similarity okay because i was under the impression that they literally borrowed all of armor's powers and like in sort of retrospect that would have been the, the big indicator that she was actually a mutant that she had the exact same powers no they, they didn't just completely rip her off but there's clear there's like a little bit of inspiration from her, you know what i mean oh yeah 100 percent Hundred percent. You think they're gonna ever um, introduce uh, armor? I mean, I say never, say never. The way Marvel Studios does their villains is that it's the hero, but in reverse. So maybe she'll be the villain in a Miss Marvel show or movie. <laughs> it could, could be. I think. I think they will eventually. I think most uh, most big mutants will get uh, introduced, and she she's a pretty cool character as well. And she's inter- introduced in a in a good run as well. And I mean, I think they've been bringing her back for like this, all this Hawksbox stuff, the, the new X-Men comics that are coming out right now as we speak. Like, I remember seeing she was a part of the vote. I don't know if it was like Hellfire Gala yes. or like that joined the new, not the new X-Men, but it was an, another X-Team. They was like, oh, the fans get to vote who joins. I remember Armor was one of them. I think what they did was when they had the X-Men vote for the new team, right? The members that didn't get elected, they made like a little one-shot comic book for them. So it included her and, uh, and other candidates. Yeah. yeah, it was something like that. Exactly. 
And did she win or? Pretty sure she did not. I maybe she did. I don't. I don't. I voted for her because you know she's great. But yeah, I, I did too. I don't know if she actually won. <laughs> like, no, the uh, the actual vote, no, and that that's why she was put in this book because she didn't win. So the the winners for this year was uh, Firestar. Is that's uh is that the girl from the Spider-Man? Girl yes, yeah. her. Oh wow, Firestar. Yeah, yeah she won. Sense. And then the year before was Polaris. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's great too. I, look, I'm so behind on the uh, current X-Men, so it's like I really don't like. I know like snippets of stuff but i can't like say i'm a lock on everything you know yeah there's a lot of x-men books now it's hard to keep up oh for sure but they're all great so now that miss marvel has been introduced to the mcu as the first mutant how do you guys think that we're gonna see other mutants get introduced will it be all at once like a drip factor what do you think Anthony, do you want to take us away first i think that they're just gonna go with the excuse that they've always been here you know i think it's the easiest thing to say it's also probably the smartest thing to say. I think slowly, slowly, we're going to probably start seeing more and more. Like maybe we'll see one X-Man appear in a, in a project. But we all know Deadpool 3 is coming. So that's going to be one way to like slowly bring him into the MCU. There's there's so many ways that they could do this. But I get the feeling they're going with the, the simple, like short way of just, yeah, they've been here all along. And I get the feeling only Deadpool is going to be the one who universe travels because like he's mad enough to do that. So you think they're going to be like, there's already a Charles Xavier school for the gifted. The mutants have always been a thing. Yeah, I think that's what they're going to go with. Or maybe there has been a Charles Xavier, but maybe his school hasn't been invented yet. You know, it's just Charles. He's there, but you know, he just hasn't done a school. He's not passionate about teaching yet. <laughs> True. I more or less agree with you. The only thing with, with the X-Men is that there's so much history to them and everything about them is, you know, fighting against society and them being hated and, and feared, right? Through all time. So a lot of these characters, it's been many, many years of, of buildup. Uh, so that that's kind of the, the hard part with introducing them, right? Like, when do you start? And there's a lot of characters that have history, right? Magneto and Professor X and, and, and Logan. So given that, with what happened in Miss Marvel, I think that Feige and co, they'll, they'll start introducing them slowly, right? Because to, to kind of counteract that issue you could introduce professor x and, and magneto and kind of tell the audience oh yeah well look they've been here they kind of had their powers and then like the rest of the x-men like the main ones storm cyclops in the books they all start off as kids right and that's when kids manifest their powers right so you could kind of start there and go from scratch and build up so i think that's what they'll go towards i hear a lot of theories with wanda professor x you know Oh, boom, they were here in the past, and then now now they're back, right? Wanda says more mutants or whatever. Or Professor X uh, wiped everybody's minds, and now, and now they're all back. So you kind of, you have the history, it, it falls in line, and then now you continue with what's going on. Uh, I don't think they'll, they'll go that route, because there's a lot of explaining to do, and it gets a bit confusing and complex. So I, I agree with you uh, that they'll, they'll, they'll start slowly, and I, think, and I think they can do that. Yeah, because I don't think they want to over-explain anything when it comes to this. Exactly. I think in reality, like now that I, I just thought of this, but it's probably going to be for real. Like, oh, now it's going to be year one of the Xavier school. First yes. class is going to be, is going to happen in 2024 or 2025 instead of like, let's say in first class, the movie, the Fox one, it, it was what, the 70s? I think late 60s because it's the Cuban yeah, was, crisis. Yeah, 60s, 70s. Yeah, uh, it's been a while since I saw it. So, But I think now they're going to make the first class in the 2020s instead of making in the 60s. I don't know how I feel about that. Just because it's like the thought of Cyclops being like basically born in the 2000s just weirds me out as a concept. It's a, it's a little bit trippy, you know. Uh, James Marsden, I don't think he can play him no more. It's, uh, he's a bit old. <laughs> so I don't think he could play him as a kid unless they use that great de-aging technology they used on Sam Jackson. A anything else you want to add? When I think about introducing the X-Men, for me, I always think about Magneto's origin, right? World War II, if I'm yeah. correct. How are they going to 
tackle that. Honestly, I, I, have, I have no idea. Likely, they could give him an updated origin, you know, and, and do it more in modern time. I don't know. But like I said, it's the history. That, that's the hard part with the X-Men is everything before. Mag- Magneto's the hardest one to crack because, yeah, he is tied into World War Two. So maybe they'll use the excuse, oh, you know, that uh, he also has uh, the mutation that he can't age or something, and he'll, he'll be one of the first mutants, who knows? Like Magneto's whole character is about being Jewish and being, like, a victim of the Holocaust. So, so I feel like, to a degree, it's going to be a really weird to sort of spin it into something else. Well, once again, the MCU has proven that they're not afraid to change what a character is and what their powers are, so you never know what they can do with the history of Magneto. But is this worth changing? Because this is, it's going to be no secret. That's going to be controversial as hell if they make him not Jewish or at least not a Holocaust survivor. I mean, look, we got to wait and see what they do. It's like, who they could change his race? You never know. It's... That's exactly what I thought about. What if we change his race, right? And then we'll mold it around that. You, you can still do that. The thing with the MCU, right? Miss Marvel is a perfect example of it with, with the powers and the X-Gene. They'll change up the origins to fit their long-term story. So I think with the X-Men, especially how they introduce them, they'll have some liberty in changing things up around to, to fit everything. So I wouldn't be surprised if, like you said, they'll change up Magneto's origin. It will be controversial, likely. Uh, Very. Yeah. It also depends what kind of writer they get. If they get, like, a big writer to change it and, like, they do really a big jump. But, like, a big jump could always work, you know. There's there's so many big jumps that have been done. Like, you never know. Yeah, but look at fans in general, how they react to big jumps. Yeah, but also, who cares? (laughs) As long as it's good, you know. Some fans, sometimes, they just complain. Like, you're never going to please everyone. Even if you do the same Magneto with the same backstory as the comics... There's still going to be that one guy who says, we've seen this before and complain. So after a point, you kind of have to give up on some fans and just like, you're never going to please everyone. You just got to commit to an idea that you believe in and that's it. You know, that being said, I'm not saying they should change the race. I think they shouldn't really change the race, but you know, I'm always willing to keep an open mind as long as they do it respectfully and whatnot. Absolutely. They have, they have good writers and so far everything they've done has been in good taste. So if they do change it, I think we're in good hands, but Hey, you never know. Maybe though, Professor X will show up one day and be like, yeah, guys, I erased all your minds, you know? And God, I hate that idea. You hate it. Just because it's like, okay, so you're basically doing the Spider-Man No Way Home yeah. thing. And it's like, how many times can you just repeat plot points before it starts getting annoying? I mean, maybe you just made everybody forget about the Inhumans and not the mutants. So who knows? Well, that's Kevin Feige doing that. <laughs> we we, we got to see, you know, we just got to wait and see. Those poor Inhumans, they're going to show up one day, guys, I promise you. Not not to get their heads exploded like in Doctor Strange, but they're, they're going to come day, uh, alive and healthy one day. I'm sure of it. Oh, for sure. For sure. A lot of people, I think, are just projecting that Feige hates these people so much. But I think they're honestly like he doesn't hate them that much. Like, you know, one screw up of a show isn't going to erase them from all history. I think he also just doesn't want to do a hundred and hundred million secret societies in the MCU. Like, you know, we're going to have the Ten Rings. Eventually, they're going to do the Illuminati. Let's be real. We all know that's coming. Wakanda's technically like a secret society, but now they've opened it up. They're going to do Atlantis and Black Panther 2. That's going to be another secret society. Everywhere you go in the corner of the MCU, there's a secret society. You're going to go to the moon and yep, there's another one. Like, 
I can see why he doesn't want to bring in another one. And if the mutants are now a secret society, like, come on. <laughs> Completely agree with you. And, and also, they are similar, right? They both have powers that they were kind of born with, right? And it's funny because a few years back when Marvel didn't have the rights, in the comics, they kind of stopped with X-Men and they really promoted Inhumans. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. Exactly. So humans versus X-Men. Don't forget that story. Exactly. Where the X-Men just, you know, went away for a little while. And then they killed the Inhumans a few years after with Donny Cates. Yeah. Jesus yeah, Christ. That was a great book, though. It was really good. Guys, it's uh, called Death of the Inhumans, written by Donny Cates. Six, five or six issues. Yeah. Fun read. So it's funny you, because uh, Kevin Feige had some input for that. Maybe. He, he slipped like a 50 to Donny Cates. He's like, kill them all. Well, you know what? Probably. Lockjaw made it, so that's what counts. Spoiler. So yeah, there's a lot of similarities. And Marvel acknowledges that, logically speaking, for the time being, they want to push their X-Men brand. And for the Inhumans, they'll, they'll likely wait it out. A little bit but will they come in black bolt you know some great characters are there so they'll, they'll definitely come in oh yeah especially black bolt being a pretty good leader would you say in the comics yeah he's he, he's sick just his powers even from the yeah, bit we saw in dr strange it's it's so cool you know they had to nerf him to get his head explode but you know he's, he's awesome i love that character underrated black bolt by saladin ahmed is such a great run 12 issues oh Pick that up. It's so good. All right. So now let's just wrap up with one last little topic. Will Miss Marvel join the X-Men? No. That's the end of the show. <laughs> I don't know. Part of me kind of thinks that they're going to make her an X-Men just because she's the first mutant in the MCU. People love her. And I think they're going to just have her there. Maybe not for a long time. But I think they're going to really make her part of the X-Men. It's, it's like I said before, I said this before, there's a 1% chance because nothing is ever zero in life that Kamala Khan joins the X-Men. There's, I, I think there's no way they're bringing her in. For her to interact with, with the X-Men, uh, with mutants, right? She's, she's a part of them now. 100% that's going to happen. Will there be some team-ups? Yes. Will she become a literal X-Men and be with them every day? I don't think so. Just because now they're, they're pushing her with uh, Miss Marvel, uh, yeah, Captain Marvel and, Mo and uh, Monica Rambeau. I think they'll form a good team. And I think they'll probably go along that line. They'll have her with, with, with the X-Men and they'll, they'll, they'll have her uh, uh, learn, you know, right, from Professor X, for sure. For her to be an actual X-Men, I don't think so. There's, there's guys, there's so many good X-Men characters out there to put on these teams, new mutants. Guys, I, we can name 50 of them, right? No. There's a lot. Will she be there? 100%. There's so many variations of X teams like X Force, X Men, New Mutants, X Factor. There's so many variations that will she end up on an X team? Maybe. But the X Men? Probably not. I said this before. They're going to do like what they do with the Inhumans in the comics and that, yeah, she maybe teams up with them once or twice. She's not going to join their team or anything. So I, I, I agree. And, and to bring this conversation full circle, Will there be an, an, an eventual team up with her and armor? A hundred percent that's going to happen. <laughs> that, that's what I want to see. You know, that's uh, guys. Uh, that's what we need. Armor, Miss Marvel movie. hundred percent. It'd be a fun movie. I'd watch it. I'm first in line. I'd buy my ticket right now if I could. Oh man, same year. I can't wait. IMAX. Kevin Feige, do we have a pitch for you? I, I'm writing the script right now. If you want to just hit me up, uh, you know, I'll give you my email. Just let me know. I'm here. It, it's already in production. It's armor and Miss Marvel versus the Inhumans. <laughs> Don't worry. Oh, only Lockjaw will survive once again. <laughs> once again. All right. So I think this is a really great place to wrap up. So thank you for coming on the show, Peter. Guys, thank you for having me. And if you like what you heard here, make sure to leave a like and a comment. Should Miss Marvel be a mutant? 
Do you agree? Disagree? Let us know. Make sure to subscribe to OER TV so that you can be up to date on all the latest Reference Point podcast or After Hours episodes. For our Spotify and other podcast platform listeners, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Please follow our page so that you can stay up to date with the latest Reference Point podcast or After Hours episodes. You can follow us on all major social media platforms at RefPoint Podcast or by simply searching Reference Point Podcast. And until next time, don't forget to support your local comic book stores. Music